Mic check one two one two. Check 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 check. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's crazy. Act right. Okay. This, tonight's episode is brought to you by Savior Blanc and a good sweet red. Well, actually, I'm booking a snoop. So it's about to be a, you know, California red. Oh, let me correct that. Savior Blanc, aka Savvy B. And a California sweet red. Okay. Whoa, this is Cali blood. <laughs> oh, the valley oh blood. Oh boy. <laughs> Not the valley <laughs> blood. <laughs> oh man. Welcome oh. to another episode of Two Chicks Talking Shit. And um, we're not going to just point on this evening. I guarantee you that. Um, did you say we're not gonna disappoint? <laughs> not gonna disappoint, not yeah, like we yeah. ever do. Um, right. okay, let's start out with Tessica Brown. <laughs> yes, we're talking about Madam Gorilla Glue herself. Um, so you know, as we mentioned last week, she was with a plastic surgeon who was able. To get the Gorilla Glue out her head, um, she debuted a new slick back hairstyle, which, in my opinion, is the same shit. <laughs> Don't know why. What? She debuted a new that new slick back hairstyle. Oh yeah, yeah. And so yeah. she then um, went on to say that. Um, she was going to pay it forward and donate some money to Restore Worldwide, um, which is an organization that goes overseas to perform constructive surgeries on people in development developing countries who can't afford the procedures. So, um, well, maybe you should slow down on donating that money because... GoFundMe is like, hey yo, um, remember you said that you was gonna get all this money for medical bills and wigs. Um, we think that's kind of fraudulent, so now we go investigate you. <laughs> you can't be making a GoFundMe page for a wig. Yeah, she um she initially asked for help with her medical bill bills and wigs because she thought she was gonna be a bald head hoe. Um and she only asked for fifteen hundred. She ended up getting twenty three thousand with a D. I'm surprised that once she capped at her goal, nah, that they let you go over. Like somebody should have let it close. Nah, they let you go over on GoFundMe because in most cases, when people are doing GoFundMe's, it's for like. Yeah, funerals, medical bills. Um, yeah. We want to go for GoFundMe before, not for us. No, we did one on behalf of one of our friends who at the time was taking care of her younger siblings. And, you know, we wanted to help out. Um, right. And, you know, these are the type of causes that most people use GoFundMe for. And I don't think that they ever, like, put a cap on it because they're like, okay, well, if you're trying to pay for your medical bills or 
you ain't got nowhere to stay or, you know, you just need help, you know, you can just get this money um, whenever you need it. But, like, once it becomes fraudulent, then they're like, uh-uh. But how did it become fraudulent? So they're saying because um, <laughs> there were many calls to GoFundMe. They claim that the account was fraudulent. So she cannot access the account because <laughs> they was like, she's trying to get this money for wigs and medical bills, but it's already paid for. So GoFundMe's investigating. They say they are in touch with Tessica and working with her on the withdrawal of funds. So, well, somebody called and reported her. I was like, multiple uh, people called and reported her. And was like, uh uh-uh, uh, no, sis didn't help. She don't need this money. <laughs> they was like, yeah. she good, That's bro. Hating. She good, bro. Yeah. Like, I ain't a hater to that degree. Like, I was like, I want to see what she's going to do with all this money. Because, like I like I just said, she said she wanted to pay for her medical bills and she wanted uh, to buy wigs. Now, if she spent a few thousand on some wigs, I get it. That was a part of your purpose. But what you going to do with everything else? Because you don't have no medical bills. Right. But then Shorty started selling t-shirts and hoodies and shit. And I was like, you know what? I'm done with Tuscaloosa. Girl, when you tell me that, I... Well, first of all, I was done before we even started. But sorry, but when you uh showed me that she was selling merch, I said, "Girl, bye." Merch allergy. And they said that she has a manager now. For what? Man, like, go back to like your management company service. Uh, like, no, you're not a celebrity. What do you need management no, for? You're not. No, I bet. Like, no. Then what are you? I need a manager. I'm actually. Go- I'm gonna get me a manager. I'm definitely gonna get me a manager. Yeah. I mean. I mean, our tech- we technically have a podcast, so we could get him. Hey, who want to manage us since people get managers that don't need one? Please don't inbox us talking about please DM me. (laughs) I hate that. I hate when when somebody like the new thing is they will either DM you like DM us Mm -hmm. and then you DM me. Or no, I need they, you to go on my page and like my page and follow and subscribe. No, no like DM me about some shit. Like they DM me like, oh, we would love to collab with you. Go on this page, yeah, yeah, and yeah. DM them. No, like, no. <laughs> or they they do it in your comment like, please DM. No, <laughs> no. Then you go on that page. Then you go on that page and it's only uh they only got three followers. Man, get your no, get out my fucking inbox. Please. Please. Anyway, we'll see. I mean, it seemed like Tessica gonna be around for a little bit. We keep hearing shit about her and her head. But like she started something because it was a um I don't know if it was a girl or a boy, but they had pink hair. And they put Gorilla Glue in their head. 
And honestly, that's what I would expect your head to look like with Gorilla Glue all over. It was like not laid down. It looked like mm -hmm. they head and brush and shit was getting stuck to the glue. So like I that's what I expected. So Tessica must yeah, have got her head down. Yeah. Of the comb and the brush going. It was like whoosh, whoosh. Yeah, it sounded disgusting. I was like, ooh. So Tessica must have already had her hair laid down a little bit with that got to be before she yeah, went. I think she said that. She you said that. I think she had, she was saying like she like her ponytail slick, slick. So I think she used to use the got to be like all over her head mm. to slick her hair down, which I don't even know if that. That is not the way to do it. <laughs> Not, not like that. No, no. Right, and that's what she said she was doing. So excuse me, that's what she said she was doing. And so she was like, I remember her saying, "I like, I, I like my ponytail to be slick, slick." And like, she don't want it to move. Okay. And well, that shit shows it move. She got what she wanted. So whatever. Um, so this week, the start of this week was Love Day, aka Valentine's Day, and mm -hmm. everybody who's anybody got love advice this week. And, um, y'all girl B Simone did not disappoint. <laughs> so, as you all recall, that B Simone months ago, um, she didn't want to date a man with a nine to five job. She had like all of these requirements for this man that she wanted, right? And so she calls herself the manifest queen because now she's got her little, she's got a man and um, he is an NFL player apparently. And um, supposedly they're very happy, yada, 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 blase, skip. Cool. Somebody came to a particular church. <laughs> it was a, a, a female preacher. <laughs> and she had a book. <laughs> and she talked about how she was ill. Mm -hmm. And how she spoke her healing. Or prayed and prayed her healing. Mm-hmm. Okay. I recall. But and I mean all a certain pastor coming behind her like, um <laughs> he, he he had to clean it up so bad. <laughs> I was just sitting there like, oh, buddy. <laughs> you must be embarrassed, ma'am. <laughs> yeah. However, faith without works is there, my friend, and blah, blah, skippy, and yada, yada, woo, woo. Um, to the manifesting. <laughs> the manifesto. Yes. So, she said... <laughs> That she wanted to share with you all. Baby girl. Let me show you how to get a man. Yes, baby girl. This is what we're gonna do. I want to start a little love challenge. 
You need to list all the qualities that you want in your man. You want you want good credit, girl? Get your credit together. You 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 want a big house? Figure out where you live in. I was like, oh my god, because girl, because so baby girl, nothing. She's not saying anything that we haven't that most people haven't heard already. That's like, what bothers me. Like people was in her comments, like, "Yes, queen, yes, give the tea, blah blah blah." I don't listen to it. <laughs> I don't listen to these tomorrow. <laughs> when I send you some bitch, you better listen. To me. I I think I saw. Did you you sent me when she got to talking about when they were saying that she uh stole the list thing yeah. which I was like it, <laughs> okay I mean anybody who goes to a black church has heard write the vision and make it, make it, it is in the holy bible <laughs> I believe that the first person who started this um what's the word that I'm looking for this 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 uh this new trend <laughs> Of making lists, I think his he went by the name uh, Habakkuk. <laughs> no, 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 not Habakkuk. That's a woman, Hezekiah. Oh, I'm so done with you. Was it, was it Hezekiah? It was in the book of Habakkuk. I'ma just say that. Oh, okay. It's so Only reason I remember because I'm a gangster and it, it's like Habakkuk deuce deuce. <laughs> Okay. I, I, I knew that I knew that uh I was somewhere around in those eight H streets. It was in the H town. Yeah, you was right. I knew it was Habakka. It was Habakka. So if we're going to uh give anybody the credit for making a list and making a plane, you know, if we're gonna give anybody credit for manifesting or put but I will say be Simone said that whoever started that is, is no longer with us, and she is right. She is right. Rebecca ain't nowhere to be found. Rebecca is long gone. <laughs> yes, he is. But I'm gonna need y'all to stop hyping, hype us up. But, <laughs> but like, sorry, I gonna say stop hyping people up. But like, you know, stop, stop letting people tell you shit that you already know, or it's within your reach, like. We ain't telling y'all to jump on the deep end and read the Bible from the front to the back. But what we are going to you can Google. Let me tell you, you want to if you want to be a fake Google scholar, <laughs> and this is coming from someone who went to a Christian college, and so I had to put biblical, uh, biblical uh, life, mm-hmm. biblical uh, points of views into real life situations. Mm-hmm. Google. Google is not just for worldly things. I'm telling you. You can say, where in the Bible Literally. does it say? And you better believe they're going to give you multiple verses. <laughs> multiple verses. But yeah, I'm so, I'm really tired of the, of the internet scholars such as B. Simone with her like I'm the manifest queen, honey, baby girl. The, the, the internet life coaches. That's that's exactly you're right. Let me take that back. Internet life coaches. Because what's the other dude name? Kevin Samuels is that his name now? That 
<laughs> this nigga is I ain't even mad at him on some levels cause he be like brutally honest but I ain't let nobody no twice divorced motherfuckers that's single tell me nothing about how to get nobody I don't, you're not going to talk to me that way <laughs> I, how tall are you okay how much money do you make well, when I was nineteen, I made more money than that. Um, do you what? What? How big is your dick? I said he did not ask this grown man. What grown man? Ask another grown man. <laughs> what is the size of your penis? Even though you know, I'm saying I get what he was saying. Like you know, he called him a fat fuck. BDE is real. BDE is definitely real. <laughs> but. You know, he did not have to call him. He said, Oh, so you a little fat fucker. <laughs> I mean, he got them together. Like, you have the audacity, you short fat fuck with a regular penis. You have the audacity to be talking about women should be approaching you. You short fat broke little, little penis nigga. How dare, How dare you like, get your shit together, bro? <laughs> but at the same time, you got the audacity to be talking to anybody like this. You old mm. fuck. Yep. But, but what's really interesting to me is that I guess everybody wants a hero. And if you make if if you tell a person look both ways before they cross the street in a very articulate way they are going to think you are the man right it's in my bad to tell me like man look you running out here listening to folks tell you stuff you already know <laughs> and I was like uh-huh. you know what well i'm done with the life internet life coaches and dating experts and anyone trying to give advice via instagram tv (laughs) i'm good with no no education no certificate nothing no certificate (laughs) you ain't even got a certificate you just you just decided to put your phone on a tripod <laughs> and just start saying a bunch of cliches. Yes. You went on Amazon and got a ring light and said, I am the professional. Right. And you stood up there and just started talking about a bunch and just started just saying a bunch of cliches and People think you smart. Well, I don't know, but I ain't listening to them. So, yeah, I don't want. I think what was it that really turned that I was like, was it that do we have a? I don't know if it was the nose piercing. It was something that I saw, and I was like, I know. 
this is not who people like. I know y'all ain't sitting up letting this man mm-hmm. tell y'all anything about anything. Well, yep. All right. So next up in the ongoing saga. That is Dr. Dre and Nicole Young. Nicole believes that women are wearing her clothes while they are at Dr. Dre's house. She says that when she vacated her home back in April of 2020, she left with a bare minimum. Um, She has left many items there, including expensive shoes, Vintage handbags, 20 fair coats, a couture clothing inside a cedar and temperature controlled closet. She also alleges <laughs> that she has observed multiple women posting photos and videos inside her former home and claims that his new lady friends are wearing her goods. She claims that she saw a woman post a photo in his bathroom wearing her Chanel slides in one picture. She's also not pleased. Huh? First of all, <laughs> were you done? Go ahead. Were you done? Go ahead. No, I, I, are you done with what you have to I'm, say? The last thing I'm going to say is she also says that she's not pleased with the, her, with the lavish parties that Dre is throwing because she fears that visitors could steal her property. Man, you that's why you should have moved all your shit out. <laughs> I was I'm just so glad when the judge just I'll be just pronounced them divorce. I'd be so fucking glad when they divorce. I'd be so glad when this when this marriage is dissolved because she is petty than a motherfucker. Girl. Like girl. Just you should have packed all your shit, put that shit in a room temperature, temperature controlled storage, <laughs> and kept it the fuck moving. Now I'm just saying, you like, moved out probably on a whim. You know how, like, you get upset, you're like, I am out of here, I'm getting my shit, and I am gone. And she got <laughs> that is fine. Instead <laughs> of day but, to go get then, your shit. <laughs> once you have, you should have had the day. And you got the coin to be like, okay, I stayed in this hotel. Let me go find me a condo or a little house to rent, mm-hmm. a little situation temporarily till I figure all this shit out. And let me move all of my belongings. Even if you don't do shit, but like, I'm just going to come get, I want the movers to come and get my clothes and my shoes. Right. And my boy. Oh, figure out all the. Because you probably only want all that shit. You probably only want all that shit you got in there. You just being petty. Like, girl. I'd be so happy when they done. I'd be so tired. Every time I see an article pop up, I say, okay, let me save it. But I'm so tired of them. (laughs) Yeah, I'd be so glad when this shit is resolved. Girl. Um... So we talked about Atlanta the other week. Seems like we can't get enough of Atlanta. The NBA has decided to have their all-star game in Atlanta the weekend of March 7th. But 
the mayor of Atlanta is pleased, is pleading with people, asking them not to travel to Atlanta to party. Excuse me, ma'am. Yeah, why are you having an all-star weekend there? <laughs> ma'am. Why are we having an all-star weekend? We could have... It... Ma'am, <laughs> ma'am, would you like us to send you uh, videos from Chicago? Niggas, they rented out Soldier Field, our football field for a party last year. Uh, you should have just like... Like, off of all the cities, they should have had All Star Weekend in North Dakota. <laughs> nobody like nobody give a fuck about it. Like, all right. So number one is pick Atlanta. <laughs> number two, um, you need to get the rest of your people in Atlanta in order. If you're saying don't come here to party, because let me just tell you, my friends that live in Atlanta. They are partying, um, Mayor Bottom. Yeah. Every weekend. And and a couple of times during a week. I be looking at stories like, well, shit. <laughs> so, obviously, obviously the, the Rona is not. You guys don't have the panic in Atlanta. Uh, clearly, you are not concerned with your COVID numbers because Y'all having a grand old time. Like, even the celebrities are down there renting out clubs. Like, Lil Wayne's daughter has some club filled with her birthday. Like, everybody comes down there to party. But now, you're concerned about the All-Star game coming to Atlanta and people partying. Move around. And do you think that they already got stuff booked, sealed, and ready for All-Star Week? Compound, packed. <laughs> Magic City packed. <laughs> wow, COVID. Linux Mall jumping. <laughs> like everything gonna be like crazy down there. Just, I'm sorry. Wow, COVID is what it's going <laughs> Keish on. talking about. Mary Keish talking about. It's a made-for-TV event only. Okay, we they nobody goes to the city where the All Star Game is for the game, bitch. <laughs> Come on. Let's keep it real. Last year that shit was here in Chicago and I know people who don't and even negative uh-huh, it was negative 30. cold. And these of us like, woo, it's cold. Let's go to the next pool. They was party in. They did not even care that it was negative 74 degrees here. <laughs> Come on. Ooh, it's cold. This ain't the right coat. Mm. Where did that club at? <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna tell you, me and D. Okay, so we, I didn't want to go. So I have this thing. If it's too many people, I really don't want to go. So I, I had a ticket for the Soldier Field thing, but then I realized that this is like five, six thousand people in in the little concourse areas of Soldier Field and I was like, oh, I don't think I'm going to be able to do it. And I made a good decision because after I saw the pictures, I was like, oh, no, I wouldn't have made it. Yeah, you just standing there. You just standing, standing there on your phone. Standing. So like... Standing in heels and a tight ass and a body dress <laughs> and some heels. Standing. So, just standing. So like, I'm glad I didn't go to that one. But me and D tried to go to this one party and... Nigga, they had people standing in line 
and it was negative 82. And I just didn't understand. So I said, babe, this ain't gonna work. We can go. We ain't gotta, <laughs> gotta go outside. I would never. I am, I am, I, I, even in my young age, I was never that girl. I did not have to be at the popping club or none of that. I was just never, ever, I was never interested at all. Well, I, to I only used to go out if I knew I wasn't going to have to stand in line. <laughs> and I knew enough people where I was like, Thank you for getting me in. That's the only way. I that unless you like, oh yeah, I got you on the list. Oh, okay. well, I did exactly. it. Exactly. Uh, get that before okay. the end. Oh, no problem. <laughs> no problem at all. No problem at all. You ain't said nothing but a word. I ain't paying no nope. cover. No, and then no lie. I will pull the smooth off. It's a and, lie. A, and oh, especially no. in the winter months in Chicago. Okay. Y'all yeah, think Texas is cold and I'll no. <laughs> we get that stuff every year. Yeah, I, I really do. Texas, I was I'm not joking with them. I'm just saying it's cold. I know they oh it's really bad down there. Yeah, that's the crazy that is crazy what's going yeah, on. Yeah, I was gonna talk about it for two seconds because I I saw so many motherfuckers talking about it's just a little snow, right? Because that's what how it started, a little snow. Right. Do y'all understand that they are almost in a tropical climate down there? Like, they don't get cold. If it gets cold, yeah. it's like 50, 60 at the most. And um, when you put snow on the ground, you got to shut the whole city down. Now they now yeah. they got below zero temperatures. They don't know what to, they pipes ain't ain't built for freezing. They ain't even got the right pipes. Clearly. Then I saw something where they were saying like one city is all energy based. Most of no, Texas is energy based. Even their natural gas relies on electricity. <laughs> Like their whole grid is internal to Texas and relies on electricity or wind turbines, aka the windmills. And like you I one politician on the TV said, This is why windmill power won't work. And then but like y'all fuck the whole system up. Like the whole system down there is a mess. So yeah. I I just I, I we pray for y'all. We pray for Texas. Yeah, man, because it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, speaking of Texas, let's take a moment for um and <laughs> Jesus Christ, I can't even get my words together. But this Ivy Park campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, so this shit drops in a couple days on the 19th. I'm gonna pray that I get a wait a minute, what the day the 19th at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. What time? You, you the time person. So what time? That is, is that three o'clock Chicago time. Okay. Listen, I, I'm probably just gonna get a sock or a lanyard because I don't never win when it comes to this shit. Y'all niggas be <laughs> on it, <laughs> like on yeah. it. But when I was looking at this, like I, I want some Ivy Park 
but I was just looking at um just looking at like shoes or whatever and I didn't see anything that and this line because I'm not real big on white sneakers. Yeah. So if I get something great, but I think I might pass this. One. I like the silver ones, I think, because they're like reflective. I do, yeah, but I already know that was gonna pop so quick. Yeah. Cause then the one she was sending to everybody. But I do wanna yeah. say shout out to Miss Model herself. Miss I steal the show. Blue Ivy is out here getting money. You hear me? <laughs> yeah. Oh, blowout and the twirl. Chill. I feel sorry for any of you motherfuckers that talked about this little baby when she was a baby. Because yeah. you got to be sick in the head. <laughs> it's like. Yeah. Blue Ivy, I love me some little blue. I feel like that's my niece. I swear to God. <laughs> Girl. She she called me Sha Sha too. Right. Because I, I so what I read is that a lot of she called me Felicia if she wants to shit. She called me Whatever. She can, <laughs> whatever she wanted to say, she can call me that. But like she looked really cute in her outfits. Her hair is gorgeous. Like just serving, make serving up on her mama. Like I was like, um, Beyonce, move out the way. Let me see what blue got on. Yeah, can we see blue? I wish they gone and get his baby her Instagram and stop playing with her. No, that she gonna have to be like eighteen to get her own Instagram because you know damn well. Yeah, hell no. Nah. <laughs> you know they ain't gonna allow her to get no Instagram because blue gonna be like, what you mean I can't post it. It was my idea. Yeah. Like she gonna be like, I don't know. She probably would be like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to post this anyway. <laughs> right? She like, listen, this is subpar. Mama, do better. Right. I need your people. Step your game up, mom. Please. I need your people. Um, what else do I have here? Oh, let's take a moment, just a moment, and talk about Aisha Curry. Um, so she started a magazine called Sweet July, and um, she also was on the internet a year or so ago talking about, um, don't nobody pay attention to me, um. Hey, I'm cute too, like screaming for attention. And so, um, and maybe it was like um two thousand oh, it was two thousand and fifteen where she was like, Everybody's into barely wearing clothes these days, not my style. I like to keep the good stuff covered up for the one who matters. Okay. And so on her sweet July body feature. Uh, magazine which is supposed to focus on natural wellness and skin remedies she decided to be bucket naked on the cover of the magazine so I'm trying to understand is she trying to sell like the good skin wellness or is she trying to like I don't I don't get what she's trying to do here 
and she she changed her mind. <laughs> yeah, I didn't hear you say anything. Uh, yeah, I was saying she changed her mind. She she had decided that you know, hell, I'd have had three kids, three, four, three, three. How many kids you got? Yeah, three, two girls and a boy. She, I'd have had these three kids. My body is okay. I'm going to show it. I got a husband and I am adult. The hell with trying to be, uh, you know, conservative and 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 modest. Y'all gonna see y'all about to see these buns. So she, uh, she, so people basically were jumping in her comments and basically asking the same question, like, "Eesh, what's going on?" Like you basically was talking about people being naked, and here you are. And so she commented to one person, when you realize I was talking about a person wearing nipple pasties leaving a Starbucks and thought it was hilarious, but no one cared to ask. Ma'am, that's not what you was talking about in 2015. You ain't got a lot. You ain't got a lot of cred. You, yeah. you ain't got a lot of cred. <laughs> Come on now. Come on. I, that is not what I you get was talking it. about, bro. But I, I, I get, get it saying too, but like she she the wrong messenger. Yeah, I get it. But at, yeah, she could have just been like, she could have just said, Man, I was on some bullshit that back then. Don't try to she didn't have to try to like, oh, you know, if you guys paid attention to me, then you'll know what I was saying. Cause I can go back and look at some of my old posts and been like, Girl, right. shut up. All right. <laughs> Telling my own self to shut up. So, I mean, people's uh, perspectives and, and ideas and insights change. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. She could have changed her mind and just been like, I changed my mind. That's all she really had to say, but. I, I changed my mind. Okay. I know I don't need to see her butt naked all the time now because she always trying to show something now. All of a sudden. Is she? Child. I don't pay her no attention. And that's the thing. Nobody did. (laughs) So now all of a sudden she's like, hello, I'm here. Well, I mean, you ain't got it. Oh, I see this little vacation picture. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, she be she be showing a a little skin nowadays here and there, you know. But she ain't. I mean, I guess. (laughs) All right, maybe she more comfortable with with her body. Maybe she was having, um, maybe she was having body image issues, and that's fair. You know, that was you know just. But I see what you're saying. Just own it. Right. That's all you have to do. Like, none of us are perfect. None of, like, a lot of us go through that, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not even the biggest, I'm nowhere near the biggest person in the world and I still will find something wrong with myself. And I, you know, my kids indeed will tell y'all will tell y'all that I call myself fat because, you know, I got the smallest piece of a fupa um showing and that's only because I ate a burger or something and but I'll still be like god I feel so fat but like that's just because you know we look at our bodies one way and expect it to be a certain thing and when it's not 
that's when we be like, okay, I, I'm fat. I'm ugly. I got to figure this out. Just own right. it. Just, just own whatever it is. You ain't got to say, you know, everybody out here naked. You know, it ain't y'all ain't got to be naked. Yeah, well, they doing too much. But I mean, that's just. I mean, I I'm not gonna lie. I'm just. I've been guilty of that, like not being comfortable in my own skin and seeing other women doing. You know, who mm-hmm. may be comfortable in their own skin, may not be comfortable, and some of them might be comfortable some of them might not some of them might be doing it for attention but I will you know my my favorite line was oh they doing too much because either way it was making me it it kind of spoke to me being uncomfortable in my skin exactly you know now you know I can't tell the difference like you know when somebody trying or when somebody just, you know, that's just who they is. Like Chloe, Chloe Haley to me, mm-hmm. if she just wore a t-shirt and jogging pants, it's still going to look sexy to me. Exactly. Whereas just hilarious always throwing around her bald ass and shit is doing too much. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah. Yeah. So... Um, last thing I'm going to talk about, I'm actually very pissed off about this, and I find it to be one of the most disrespectful things I've ever seen or heard, um, and that is Meek Mill um, referencing Kobe Bryant in a, a new song. Um, the song is called Don't Worry. It is featuring Lil Baby, and... Um, as as everyone knows, Kobe and his daughter and members of her daughter's basketball team and their families, they perished in a helicopter crash on January 26, 2020. Meek Mill, in all of his infinite knowledge, thought it was a great idea in his song to say, and I quote, if I ever lack, I'm going out with my chopper. It be another Kobe. Sir. What? If I ever lack, I'm going. I heard you. You don't have to repeat it. <laughs> I was just making sure. I was like, I'm about to make sure you heard it. <laughs> I, I, I can't heard. believe he would do something like that. And I like me, but that and it, it ain't even a hotline. It's That's not a, it's not a hotline. Like what? No, you, you no. have to think twice. But mostly, it's Chopper and Kobe Ooh. don't need to never be in no ever be in the same sense. No, ever. nothing unless you're talking about what happened in a respectful manner. This man yeah. lost his life. These people that were on the chopper with him lost their life. It is not a rap lyric, sir. At all. Like you, like you can low key tell that Vanessa is still going through, like re- still going through. Because one day she'll post something super happy with her and the kids, then she posts stuff about Kobe. It's like up, like bro, how disrespectful are you? Right. Yeah. How dumb true. are you? 
you know. I really want his career to be dead on this. And that's just me on my petty shit. Because I feel I don't, like I don't want his his career to be dead because of this. Uh, you know, we're not can't like huh? I just want him. We're not canceling. I'm not canceling him. I didn't say don't listen to his old stuff, but I don't want to hear nothing else out your mouth, nigga. Go on somewhere and sit down. You no, I, I want him to <laughs> be like, you know what? I want him to hold himself. I want him to be a, hold himself accountable. And be like, you know what? That was dumb. I we're not gonna even release the song. Or oh, I took it out. And I apologize to I apologize to the Bryants because it was too much. And here's a donation for fifty thousand dollars to the Kobe Bryant Fund Foundation. Uh-huh. That's how you fix that. Well, we know he ain't that bright. I mean, but if he now if he turn around and he come back with some old man, look, you know, it's just you know what I'm saying. I just you, hey, that's do. exactly what that mo- he ain't. <laughs> that's exactly what he's gonna do. But what but I now have if to- he come back with that, then I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, mom's the word for you, brother. Mm-hmm. So. Um, me tweeted in in response. Somebody promo a narrative and y'all follow it. Y'all internet actors cannot stop me. Shit like Zombie Land or something. Laugh out loud. Adding, um, they pay attention to influence y'all. They paying to influence y'all now. It's almost like mind control. Wake up, nigga. We listen. We we listen or read the lyric. And you put two words together that don't need to be in a sentence. You fucked up, bro. Just say it. Right. That's all he has to do. Is just say Just say it. I fucked up. Why ain't nobody in the studio telling him, hey, bro? Because he probably was in the studio without his yes man. Man. This is what happens when you get people around you that just... You know what I'm saying? They, hey, we here, we kicking it. I'm in the studio with Meek. We kicking it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tell you one. I tell you one thing. If I say something off the wall on this on this here show, I know somebody on this here show go. I am disconnecting. <laughs> and you are gonna be like, "What happened?" I'm gonna be like, "What the fuck did you just say?" Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> you called me so quick. Like, listen, I know we was just recording the show. And me and like, your mid sentence texting, like, uh, no. <laughs> you no. we edit that out, bitch. No, <laughs> no. Cut. You can stop right now. We gonna, we gonna <laughs> get yourself correct, together. Correct yourself. Uh-uh. This, get yourself together. That's not it, T. You know better. Right. And I would appreciate that. I don't want nobody around me that's gonna let me say something completely off the fucking wall yes. and not correct me. Dumb. Stupid ass. I can't believe that lyric is still out there. So I'm I'm gonna sit around and watch this to see if, you know, he takes the song down, doesn't release it, whatever. But don't nobody really buy his music? No way. Anyway. Yeah, he more like a well, no, his last album was kind of decent. Yeah, it was okay. Well, hmm. I, we're just going to wait and see. 
We shall see. All right. We shall be right back. All right. All right. All right. We are back and it is time for Girl Talk. And um, y'all know that we just be watching TV and movies and stuff because, you know, what the fuck else do we have to do? (laughs) Nothing. Literally have nothing else to do. Absolutely nothing. So this past weekend, um, a new movie came out called Judas and the Black Messiah. It is a movie that shows... um, uh, First of all, let me pause. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. If you haven't seen it, spoiler. (laughs) Just thought I should say that before I go any further. Um, it highlights um, the chairman, the Chicago chairman of um, the Black Panther Party, Fred Hampton. I and, live for the people because I die for the people. And I die for the people because I love the people. people. Um, and how an FBI agent infiltrated the Chicago or Illinois chapter of the Black Panther Party. Um, It is directed by Shaka King. One of the producers is Ryan Coogler, a.k.a. Idea the Black Panther. Um, And so we would like to talk about it. Talk about it. So. So first of all, I would like to say that I didn't realize until this movie came out that so many people did not know these facts about either the Black Panther Party or yeah, just like the Black Panther Party in general, or I'll even say Fred Hampton. Um, Yeah, I I knew about Chairman Fred. Mm -hmm. I knew about the Black Panther Party. Yes. I knew about the assassination of Chairman Fred. Mm -hmm. What I did not know was the the uh, that they basically was infiltrated. Mm-hmm. I did not know that, so that that was that was new for me. And I also didn't know that spoiler that well, may no, not really a spoiler. Like I can't really if you well whatever. Um, I didn't know that they had poison. Um, Chairman Fred before they assassinated him or they had him poisoned. Yeah, so I didn't know that part. Now, I knew that it was an assassination because yeah, it like if you have read about it or seen any documentaries on it, it's clear that they basically just ran up in this house and shot the house up. You know, mm-hmm. it, it was like clear that they wanted they wanted him dead um i think what shocked me the most and i I think i knew he was young but like i did not know he was 21 young me either that that tripped me out i did not realize he was that young and it was like y'all was really like y'all was that afraid or y'all thought that he was that much of a threat at 21 years old but at the same time that also shows you just our greatness that if we put our mind to something 
you know. Um, I also didn't know that, you know, he had kind of, I don't say he worked with a Chicago gang, but like there was some, you know, like, there, but there was some collaboration. Oh, yes. Yeah. So that's a real life story. And like my uncle told me this story, G. Like, I my, was just trying to figure out who was really the crown stuff. Was the crowns the were the Blackstone Rangers. Okay. Okay. The, because, well, they call, they was either, you either call them the Blackstone Rangers or you call them L. Rookins. Because back in the day, they was called a couple things. So, right. like. Because I do, I know it was the, you had the Black, you had the Blackstone Rangers and then you had the Black Peace Stones. Yes. But I think the Black Peace Stones was more on the south side. Yes. On the low end. That I do know. Come on now. They was around the low end. Chicago history together. Right. The Black Peace Stones was around the low end and around like the Woodline area. Yeah. Because I had family. Girl. And that's all I'm going to say about that. (laughs) What I'm trying to tell you is you ain't got to say nothing nothing but a word. Say no more. Because I already already know. Um, but yeah, he really did um, try to meet with um, some of the gangs in Chicago to try and bring them all together um, for the more so for I don't want to call it the civil rights movement because he really wasn't like yeah, your Dr. King type civil rights leader. He was a revolutionary. Yes, he was definitely. I am a revolutionary. You are so stupid. But overall, I I enjoyed the movie. Um, what's his name? David. Is that his name? Daniel. Daniel Alu Aluwe. Kalua. Kalua. Or something like that. He. He is a a great actor. He is. I just want to know where he throw the accent out. Like he just throw it out the window. Just, but he was on the um, Breakfast Club. Yeah. You did see that? Yeah, he turned it on and off like it was nothing. He was like, you know, man, I just, you know, I, I, I I get into the person. I fall into it. Like, okay. It's irritating because I don't understand. Like, it's so many like British actors that like I wouldn't have never known that they was British unless I heard heard or saw an interview um with them. Like oh boy from Snowfall. Yes. Like I'd be like, what the fuck, bruh? <laughs> like I can't just turn on my English accent, but y'all just turn on these American accents like it ain't shit. Like nothing. But um I think um I think the movie um See, okay, let me take a step back. I'm sorry, I was about to go too too fast, too quick. Um, so a lot of people took this as it was going to be a one for one of everything that happened during that time frame, like it was a biopic or a documentary. And um I think that a lot of people um missed the mark, like they missed it because they're like, 
that didn't happen. I ain't never heard about that. And what about this? that? They didn't put this part in the story. And da da da. da. Okay, listen. Every movie they make about somebody historical isn't going to be a play by play. It has some of it has to be entertaining, right? And then right. they tell you these are based on true events. Exactly. They're not saying that it, this is exactly what happened. Exactly. But I do appreciate um, them even creating this movie because some people don't even know who Fred Hampton was, what he meant to the Black Panther Party, and what the Black Panther Party meant to Chicago. Like, I thought it was dope to for them to highlight the breakfast program. Like, I knew they did that. Mm-hmm. But, like, some people just see the Black Panther Party, they think berets, leather jackets, and Forrest Gump beating up somebody in the middle of the Black Panther <laughs> <laughs> What? You don't remember that scene in Forrest Gump? Him and Jenny, he saw Jenny in, D- in D.C., and him and Jenny was at the Black Panther party because Jenny's boyfriend at the time was helping the Black Panthers out. And he, uh, uh, Jenny's boyfriend said something to, said something to Jenny. And I think he smacked her or something. And Forrest went over and whooped his ass real quick. And before he walked out, he's like, I'm sorry, I had a fight in the middle of your Black Panther party. I'm sorry, y'all. I ain't gonna get But you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I I don't, but just the fact, like, that just sounds real. I'm gonna have to go watch Forrest Gump again. That's just to get to that part. So I can yes. be like, sorry, I had a fight at your black party. Pet the pet the party. But, but um go ahead. No, I I I, I completely agree. I, I hate I hate when they do that. I hate when they do the. I hate when they make these biopics or they make movies based off true events. And this wasn't a biopic. This was based off true events. Uh-huh. And you have these scholars who then read every book it is to be about that person and they like, uh-uh, that's not what happened and well, that ain't what happened. When this is all people's interpretation. Like I I watch these movies, I watch it to get information, I watch it to be entertained. And for me, if anything else, if the movie doesn't do anything else, it should at least make you want to go and read or Google. Exactly. Cause I didn't know who what was his name? Bill whatever. Bill William, yeah. Bill I had no clue. That who that I, I had no clue that he existed. So I knew they were infiltrated by the FBI. I didn't know how close the person had got until uh, maybe a few years ago. I was reading something. I was like, "Damn!" Like, dude was his head of security, right? And driving him around, right? Um, yeah. But what's I, crazy? Go ahead. Mm-mm. Nope. Go. No. What I was gonna say is what what really stood out to me was in the end when they was doing the Eyes on a Prize 2 interview mm-hmm. and it was just it just seemed like he had this almost like this cocky nonchalant attitude Yeah, and they was like so what do you want basically what you want your legacy to be and he like 
it was almost like she wanted to completely deny the fact that the reason that Chairman Fred was dead was because of him. And he was like, well, they'll, they'll see what, you know, whatever they, it'll be whatever history, whatever it is. But I just know I wasn't one on the sideline. No, you was in that telling. Right. You was the demise. Like, you right. wasn't like, yeah, okay. Granted, you went in there under frost pretenses. But even still, once you got in there, you still kept doing wrong. Yeah, so he, like, even with the Eyes on the Prize joint, like, um, he gave a lot of details about everything that happened. He denied drugging um, Chairman Hampton the night before he was assassinated. What's crazy to me is there's a whole conspiracy theory on the internet that doesn't believe that he actually killed himself because they what the story is the day that Eyes on the Prize was aired, he killed himself that evening. Mm-hmm. But there's a whole conspiracy that, you know, that wasn't really him in the, his casket. Um, he didn't kill himself and he basically went into witness protection. He was already in witness protection. <laughs> yeah. So he went into another witness protection? Well, after he did that, well, I don't honestly think that he was in, like, he changed his name due to the witness protection program. But once he did the interview, like, people was going to know it was him. From what I I read in regards to him and his suicide, mm-hmm. they was, um, I think it was his wife who was saying, like, he... He always kind of struggled with that and was kind of self-destructive mm-hmm. because of that. And I think, but what's crazy is for me is how he died mm-hmm. and the fact that they, how he died and how, and the fact that they named that a suicide. Yeah, so uh, the story is um, in Chicago, there is an expressway, or you might call it an interstate, or whatever. It's two ninety, the ice right. They said he ran into traffic on two ninety, which is a West Side expressway, and was hit by a car and killed. Yeah, that ha- how? <laughs> First off, that's why because that means you will have to like he will have to like jump the gate. Do you understand? First, you got to run down a ramp somewhere right. on 290. You running down a ramp at some point. Right. Like, you just not, like, you ain't, you ain't just going to walk in, on to 290. Walk There's on no, to 290. Unless you, were, like, unless you were at the very end. Of, what's that? Oak Line, I think. Oh, like by Oak Park. Yeah, about Oak Park. Unless you get to the very end. No, nah, and even then, there's and, not a even real then, way to just walk, walk out now. Mm-hmm. No, so yeah, no. That was I'm like a- for me. That part was kind. I was like, he committed suicide by running out, and I didn't even <laughs> notice that he was still in. Like he, the way he came back to Chicago. Like yeah. So I was re. I I just opened Wikipedia, which I know is not a source, but y'all whatever. They yeah, that's said, what I mean. 
that he went to California and they changed his name and that was you know in like 73 and he's how do you secretly come back to Chicago in 84 if you in the witness protection program right they knew something was up that's why all this ain't making sense so he secretly comes back here in 84 and 89 he does the uh, documentary and in 90 he did he either if it wasn't the Black Panther Party well if it wasn't people that was probably a part of it that was like that's him we gonna get him it was the FBI like he gonna start talking maybe too much yeah so but you know I don't really I I think the FBI killed, killed him honestly yeah I don't really like getting into conspiracy theories because you just started. I ain't, that ain't really my thing. But yeah, it was it, it was it's definitely something fishy in the water. But and you know what else? I was watching it. What was the FBI? The head of the FBI? Forget um Hoover. J. Edgar Hoover. Yeah, yeah, I said. I said he reminds me of forty five. <laughs> I said. He was crazy. Well, he didn't. He didn't like niggas at all. He, but but it went beyond that. Like he, he definitely had some mental issues. And I think that I think they even said like, I think they even said that he did. Uh, but he was crazy. He was. Crazy. Yeah, I think a lot of things that J. Edgar Hoover did just didn't um, make sense. No. But he worked for so many presidents. Like, he was over the FBI under Roosevelt, Truman, Eisenhower, JFK, Lyndon B. Johnson, and Richard Nixon. Crazy. He was like one of the most corrupt politicians or law enforcement officers ever in life. Yeah. So he, it, it was, yeah, I just, I was just like this man, just the way that he went about doing things was Mm -hmm. so corrupt. And the only reason he did it was because he could. Right. Like y'all had already had Chairman Fred about to go back to jail. And and nobody and then a crazy thing is when he was like, no, we gonna wipe him out. Nobody was like, this has gone too far. Nope. Nobody and it just puts you back, it puts you in a mind of 45, like you still have politicians that try to justify his actions. Yeah. And it's like, what? Like that, that for me is, it's like, granted, I know it that they just hate, they hate black people when they hate to see black people doing anything, um, anything good or, or, you know, right or anything for us, 
the just the hate that they have for black people to the extent that you would kill a 21-year-old because he's in a political part or he's in a um organization that's uplifting his people. He ain't trying to tear down y'all. He just want to uplift his people and he don't mm-hmm. want y'all and he don't want the police upside people head. And he want to make sure that three it was cracking me up. They were saying that they were a terrorist organization, right? Terrorists. So these terrorists, aka the Black Panther Party, were feeding children before they went to school. Like they would feed hundreds of children breakfast and make sure they got to their schools on time, right? Kids and trying to open up a health center. They were providing free health care to people. Free. And just making sure that the police wasn't brutalizing people in our neighborhoods. Nothing no different than what they do in their neighborhoods. The fact, the fact, the mere fact that author you have authorities who think that it is um radical for black people to say don't that you can't beat us and shoot us and kill us because you're a police officer it's just crazy yeah it is that is just crazy that the fact that we say, hey, we want to be treated with respect now makes us a terrorist. Right? It doesn't make sense. But it it's crazy. I also did not know that uh, Chairman Fred's son has mm-hmm. started the Black mm-hmm. Panther Cubs yeah. organization. So I'm I'm wanna look into that to, to just to see what it's about. I'm not joining. None of that. Your ass gonna be with a leather jacket and a beret on. Exactly. Come on. Black, 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 black. I live for the people because I love the people. But just want to see. And I think that his mother is. Um, I was shocked that she didn't. Did she get shot? His mother? Yeah, I was shocked no, that no, with all those bullets. I don't think the mother was there in real life, like, because in the stories that I read about this, he was on the phone with his mother late into. No, I'm talking the, about uh, Fred Hampton Jr.'s mother. The, yeah. Um, oh no, she didn't. And I was I was shocked with that. I also was shocked that they couldn't get paid. That's what made me so Girl. angry. 12 years of a clash action lawsuit? Just to get a million dollars. And it was like seven of people in that house, if not more. Come on. Right. Just to I get... know my city corrupt, so you ain't got to tell me nothing, but like that's bogus. That was crazy to me. Deborah Johnson was her name. Yeah. I was shocked <laughs> She's still alive, ain't she? Yeah. I was shocked that 
she didn't get shot or did she get shot and they never I'm not sure but I will say that um Shorty um played that role. She did very well. Yeah, she did a, a great job. All the actors did their job. I Lakeith who played um Wild Bill or the informant, he played his role in every goddamn movie he in. Mm-hmm. Like he kills it. And then the FBI agent he was working with in the movie. That look, that white boy, little white boy, he always doing some evil shit in movies. Somebody called him the evil Ben Affleck. <laughs> I thought him, I thought him and Ben Affleck was brothers for real. I was like, Wait, is hold that on, Ben Affleck brother? I say his name. Hold on one second, cause Jesse Plemons. Yeah, he always. Oh, he from Dallas, Texas. He is always in... Shut the fuck up. What? He is engaged to Kirsten Dunst. Mm-hmm. You remember? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shut... He always in some shit. Girl. Too funny. But he a good actor. Mm-hmm. He is, but he has the he has an innocent, sinister face. Does like he he he, does. he got the face that you'll be like, I don't think I'm doing this isn't this isn't wrong, and he'll be <laughs> like, No, go ahead, it's fine. And for you know it, <laughs> you done blew somebody head off, and he like, yeah, It's okay, okay. give me the gun, I got you, <laughs> right? And you all the time, you just looking at his face like, I don't, what just happened. <laughs> Yeah, because like he would, girl, but okay. Another thing that would get me was with this Bill O'Neill was how when they would have their little meeting mm-hmm. and he would come to the meeting sharp, like, girl, as a fact. that one scene when they was at the meeting and he snapped his fingers for the server to come bring it. <laughs> I said, you a whole snitch out here. This is not you how too- this is not how snitches act at all. Like you sitting up smoking cigars, drinking cognac, having steak. Mm-hmm. Like you think you part of the FBI for real, girl? But it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. I highly recommend it. So good. Go on and go on and get on HBO Max or on somebody's HBO Max and watch it. Yep, what she said. All right, we shall be right back. All right. We are back, and it is time for KY and lingerie. <laughs> Lord, I am too tired. Good <laughs> Oh, oh God. Judging by the title, you probably can guess what we are going to talk about. You know, we typically use this segment for some, like, self-care items. But you know what? Sunday was Valentine's Day. It was. 
Did you enjoy your Valentine's Day? Yeah, it was cool. I mean, I mean, I appreciate the things, right? Valentine's Day just ain't my like, oh my God, holiday. I don't need it. <laughs> so I enjoy Valentine's Day. Okay. Oh We're so opposite. A... It's so ridiculous. <laughs> but I'm not like a, oh my God, it's Valentine's Day. Yeah. But I'm still like, oh, it's Valentine's Day. I was this year I was kind of stressed because I usually I have a plan and I got stuff like figured out that I want to do. I literally was on some uh, what day is it? Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. This so like for me, like I like I like exchanging, you know, little gifts or whatever, mm-hmm. hanging out, but mm-hmm. I don't like I ain't gotta go out. I don't wanna get I ain't gotta go out. We ain't gotta get dressed up. We ain't got to do none of those things. Yep. We can exchange gifts and chill at the crib. And that's what we did. We exchanged gifts, mm-hmm. ordered some food, watched some movies, and just spent, you know, some time at home. Look at that. Quality time, which is one of my love languages. Look at that. And I almost killed him a few days later, but he's still here, Lord. Yeah. He made it through. <laughs> Same. So... <laughs> I saw her article today that I shared with my friend. <laughs> Let me open it up so we could be on the same page. And it says, tips on how to keep the relationship spicy when you've been together for years. So before we jump into it, um, since how long you and Dee been together? See, that tells you it right there. She ain't even got to tell y'all a year. Y'all heard that. Whew. Y'all heard that breathing. Yeah. And then um, me and Dee, yikes. I don't even count no more. I honestly don't know. <laughs> I saw that on your post where you did the Valentine's challenge. I refuse. But um, <laughs> first of all, ma'am, how yes. dare you say you refuse, but you doing whole slideshows. Because that's, that's what I do. I do create, I do little videos and shit. Yeah, I mean, she had slideshows on all platforms. I said, now, wait a minute. <laughs> Listen, Facebook. Wait, he's gonna say so. He's like, so you ain't gonna post the pictures and stuff on Facebook? I said, I don't even mess with the Facebook fools. Like, yeah, Instagram said, people. I said, okay, the gram. Okay, yeah, put it in the story, make it cute. <laughs> then when I got onto the Facebook and saw him again, I said, now wait a minute. <laughs> and in the story, I said, "Hold on, they get it for twenty four hours. This is what you get on Facebook." That's <laughs> it. Hold on, Just, uh, they don't get no <laughs> real content from me on Facebook <laughs> at all. Man, it's yeah. all it is all of the fluff. You they know? don't get no energy in my content on Facebook. Nope. I, now I, my I, Instagram I content Facebook. is. <laughs> That's where I live, Instagram. Y'all, that's that's it. The Instagram post be a whole production. So when I saw all of y'all doing that little Valentine's Day challenge on Facebook, I said, child, not me. I said, but... easy peasy. <laughs> At first I was like, nah. Then I was like, oh, hell, why not? <laughs> but you know, I couldn't just answer the questions the way right. Exactly. You can't be normal. Right. So, um, one of the questions was, how long y'all been together or whatever? And I'm going to just say, like, seven years. You know, I'm going to just leave it at that. 
I think that's not right. You don't just say you don't know. I kind of know, but then I'd be like, you know what? He wasn't acting right for us a little bit, so <laughs> that don't count. So it don't count. Okay. But anyway, this, like I said, this article is giving us tips on how to keep the relationship spicy after right. you've been together for a few years. So let's wow. jump into it. Number one, be spontaneous. <laughs> Listen. Halfway. <laughs> wow, here we need to make a plan. I need to, we gotta know, look, we gotta know schedules, you got some plan, what you gotta do, what's going on. Yeah, I will say it is not it's real cute and all theoretically. And then be spontaneous with what? So the article says plan a day doing something you two have never done or haven't done in a while. Go to a local park for a picnic, explore an art museum, or whatever you or your spouse or partner is into. We are in a whole panini. <laughs> you gotta you gotta make reservations just for <laughs> For everything. For everything, bro. So it's like, no, nah, you can't. You got to plan. Yeah. And, okay. you know, even when you try to be spontaneous. So, like, I uh, I told D, uh, take Friday off. Let's just hang out. Let's just do nothing or whatever. All right, what we doing? Motherfucker. I just okay. said, take Friday <laughs> off. We going to do nothing. We going to figure it out. All right, Friday come. All right, what are we doing? You know what? God damn it. Fuck this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we figured out a plan or whatever, but like, God. Try yes, to be spontaneous. But like, we all know that once you get into like your routines and, you know, you got your schedule, I got my schedule, it's really hard to do that. It's- but. It's for us, it's you want to go to breakfast? Sure. Put some clothes on. Let's go. Find, right. find what works for you mm-hmm. and, and figure it out. And it don't have to be no big production thing. It does not. Like sp- spontaneity could be like surprising them with something that they really like eating or something that evening that's out of the norm or like I don't know. It could be the smallest thing. Right. But like it lets them know that you still thinking about them and that you feel kind of, you know, special, whatever. (laughs) We we the last ones to be going through this. (laughs) (laughs) This fool said. Hey, yo. This fool said special, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Because you know damn well. I don't give a fuck if you feel special. I love you and everything, but okay. All right, now go, now go. Okay, okay, number two, flirt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, goddamn, I wish I would. First of all, I can't. I just don't even have the ability. <laughs> Period. Like, that's never been my, my forte, because I'm going to always come off like a weirdo right and i'm a g i don't flirt with nobody no i'm a goofball so let's go i'm gonna look like i'm gonna sound like quagmire Giggity. 
giggity giggity <laughs> that's me a giggity giggity <laughs> like that's not that's gonna be me doing some shit with my eyebrows like mm-hmm, what you think uh-uh <laughs> <laughs> stupid it's, it's, it's either gonna be real raunchy as well good, or it's gonna be goofy as hell right I don't I know have I'm no good. middle ground where it come that it might work yeah so as long as gonna be like is she really is she for real or it's, it's yeah. gonna be what or lord right <laughs> it says smile laugh joke touch nothing is worse than going about the relationship as if they aren't worthy of romance okay all right but i i smile laugh and joke well i don't touch people because of pan- <laughs> because of pandemic but i'm already a goofball yeah this just sound like us anyway, so right. Maybe this just sound like my normal day. <laughs> maybe I need to be more serious, and then when I do that, it'll be something else. Right. Um, number three, go on a date. Was it when was this written? When? Um, February fifteenth is <laughs> this year. Yeah. Ma'am, sir, whoever wrote this, it is a panini. <laughs> it is a piggly wiggly out there. Yeah. Like it says also a real date that requires y'all to get dressed uh, and put in the effort. Girl. <laughs> okay, now I'm gonna say this. This I, I I'm with. I do like to go on dates. I actually do agree with this one 100%. Like, I do feel like you can get into a rut and just be like, uh, yeah, you know, it, I saw one day, was that a couple of weeks ago? Somebody had got their face out together. I said, oh, shit. <laughs> Look at my friend. <laughs> I said, the people my friend done whipped out the Fenty and the Maybelline on these hoes. You ain't ready. Hi, Boreal, bitch. I did it all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I said, come on, easy breezy cover girl. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you know, it's date date night when my face is made up because I'm not doing it. No other girl, I'm talking about I gotta be shooting a video or going on a date. That's it. I'm talking about you gave us the face, so yeah, Mm -hmm. this one, this one, I don't have no, I agree. Yeah, Yeah, we definitely plan date nights like um, before the pan. Um, the pandemic we um would do it like once a month and we would switch off like who would plan the um the date night so yeah we yeah, that, I definitely agree with this and yeah that one I um I agree with okay this next one I don't know who wrote this but it says show appreciation um I'm gonna read what it says because Although you think you do it a lot, appreciation is very easy to overlook. Remind your spouse that you appreciate their love, hard work, and support. If they work hard every day, fix or order dinner. So it's one less thing they have to worry about when they get home. I just triggered my friend. Hey, yo, G, listen to this, listen to this, listen to this. If his favorite game is coming on, 
turn on the TV and bring him his favorite drink. He was kind. Just to help. Just to help around here. He was kind. <laughs> he was smart. He was floating. Thoughtfulness shows you are paying attention to the things they like and the things they need. It is clear that a man wrote this article at this point. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about bring him his favorite drink. What's my favorite drink, bitch? The fuck? What's my favorite word? Bitch. <laughs> Listen. Oh, honey. Listen. Honey. 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 Oh, man. Yes. I agree with the whole appreciation thing. Yeah. It's definitely. But what they said? No. Nah. Nah. Yep. No. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> nah. No. 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 Like, yeah, you can show appreciation, but I, I will say, just make. I would change this one to make an effort, like because yeah, you know, you. I think it's just important to let the other person know that you acts of service. Come on now. That's where I was going. That's a love language. It it is a love language. It's kind of man, but in a weird. But I don't. It, it is, but it's not right. Because I'm so particular about things. Yeah. But I think it is. I just have to do better with receiving it. Yeah, it's all good. Like, yeah. just you know, make an effort. Put forth some sort of effort. That's, I'm gonna I'm I'm leave it at that. Yeah. The last one is have sex. Okay. <laughs> First of all, uh-huh. I think, yeah, this is definitely written. Yes. No, no, it says by a female. Okay. It's by Crystal Grouse. But. Okay. There, I, I feel there's a saying that says women are crock pots, men are microwaves. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like for women, there has to be things that lead up to that. Who, child? They just turn, they just push a button, the little add 30 seconds, and they ready. And just ready. <laughs> and so. But if you're if you're already in a position where you're struggling to be close or add spice, mm-hmm. I don't think that that one is gonna. I don't think that that's gonna happen if you're lacking in those departments. That's true. I think um, sometimes you have to so to just be like, yeah, and have sex. It's no. Like, no. Sometimes you got to put a little bit more effort into that the event, right? Like, right, you know, go buy the lingerie or the massage oil or. Let me see what they, what they say. Girl, they ain't saying nothing worthwhile in these, in this paragraph. Last but not least, having healthy and frequent sex is a way to keep things spicy. Mm-hmm. Not only does it keeps, not only does it help to sustain passion between you two. But it also helps the connection. Help it out, but it also keeps the connection uh-huh. going. 
Even if you have to schedule sex days between work and kids, do so. Okay. So I feel like I don't keeping the relationship spicy is I feel like that is a adjective. Okay. Like spicy relationship. That's an adjective. Mm -hmm. And to have sex is like a verb. Come on now. And I just your English language breakdown. Come on. I just feel like just to say, oh yeah, have sex. Like you know how many people have passionless passionless mundane just to get it over with sex Caucasian sex regularly in their relationships I hate you so much (laughs) (laughs) but I'm just saying like with no spice like just laying there just making the bed move back and forth Mm -hmm. that does not bring spice and depending on a couple, it's all this keeping you connected and, and, and all that other stuff and sustaining. Again, passionless, passionless, dry, dead sex. I think that I think that that should be the end result. Of having a spicy relationship yep. is a great, healthy sexual relationship with your partner. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that it should be used as a tool to have a spicy relationship. Exactly. Because he, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it can be going, I mean, it can be happening regularly. Mm-hmm. And he can be. They, he, she, whatever, they can be doing their own thing elsewhere. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think that that's a given if everything else is put together. But if, if you're already in a position where you got to work to spice up your relationship, I think that should be something that kind of happens naturally. Mm-hmm. And I can't, I don't know how I feel about this whole plan sex. Plan I don't like sex. it. I don't want. I, I don't I ever don't, want to plan want that. I want it to be organic. I want it to just happen. Man, like we doing it. We are doing it. I don't want it to be. Oh, it's Wednesday. Let me go take my shower and make sure I'm all shaved. And yeah, I don't know what movie that was. I was watching because it's gonna be awkward every night that day. Yeah. Oh, getting in a bed. Right. It was um, fire everywhere. Pretty fire, whatever that. Yeah. And they had a night, and it was their night, and it was just always so awkward. And I was like, right, because it's gonna be like, you ready? No, nigga, I'm not. Yeah, I'm ready. You ready? Like, no. Yeah. I think a lot of people do that though. Yeah, and I think that it is terrible. <laughs> I agree with you. I don't know who came up with that. Niggas who write these articles. 
I don't know who came up with that, but I think that's the dumbest shit in the world. Plan date night. Plan that. Right. Plan date night. If you plan date plan... night, something else might happen, huh? Right. Plan date night. Plan quality time. Make a plan for yourself to be spontaneous, like for the other person. Exactly. Plan to be, what was the other one? Appreciate appreciation. Mm-hmm. Don't plan sex. Thank you. That's just that's like asking somebody for a kiss. Yeah. Like unless you're real smooth and it kind of works, where you could be like, "Can I kiss you?" and they be like, <laughs> "Yeah." Go on somewhere, Malcolm. Get out of here. <laughs> but if you want some, oh, can I give you a kiss? If you got to ask, then probably no. Right. So that's all I got. All right. Well, that's all I have this week. It's been real. Um, and I am ready to get in the bed. All right. Well, until next week, sis, what should the people do? Drink water. Mind your business. And have spontaneous sex. There you go. Talk to y'all soon. Peace.